quit copying off everyone and 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 come up with some good ideas. Set when you set a vision, you're coming up with your own ideas. You're coming up with how you want this thing to look. Um, you're setting a vision for maybe just one year. And this year, here's what we're going to accomplish, and here's what I want to do. Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to the Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, Greg McAfee here, and welcome to the Greg McAfee Show. As always, uh, if you guys are, have not subscribed uh, to the YouTube or the pod channel, uh, feel free to do so right now because each week I put out this content, um, hoping you'll listen to it. Uh, I, want, I, I want you to succeed. I want your business to grow, and of course, I want you to sleep better at night. So hit that subscribe button right there. Uh, turn on the notifications, and on every Tuesday, when I, I'll put out a new episode and you can be the first to uh, check it out. Uh, so today, uh, this is like podcast number 23 or 24. Uh, I should know that. But we're going to talk about Steve Jobs. We're going to talk about his leadership qualities. Now, we all know Steve was a different character. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, him and I have the same... Um, Myers-Briggs personality, um, he was, uh, it's an ENTJ, um, and, uh, can be pretty scary sometimes if not controlled. So, um, but Steve, what was a true leader, um, who, who really cared about the customer and wanted to produce a quality product of excellence like no other, um, Steve, um, he invented, Steve invented, I don't know how many patents he had. I don't know how many inventions he had. Oh, actually he had 241 patents. Um, so he, uh, he liked to invent things and, uh, he, he created just a whole new industry. Basically. Um, he, uh, he, not only did he invent, well, let's talk about this. How can we invent things in our company? I'm not talking about a new product. I'm talking about inventing a new service, or inventing a new way to serve people, or inventing something, creating a, a new idea, uh, creating uh, something, and that's that's our job. If you own the company, uh, if you're a business owner, you know that's part of your job uh, to set the vision and and help people, help your team along the way to serve people better. Steve knew how to do that. Um, he what he didn't necessarily work well with everyone, but he truly cared about the customer and wanted the best for them. So that's what he did. And, and he did it well. Um, number two, uh, Steve learned to hire and develop the best. Um, in an interview, uh, Steve Jobs says the greatest people are self-managing. He said they don't need to be um, managed. So they, so he said, we hire and develop the best um, once they know how to do it, they go out and do it. But they're, but they, they all need to have a common idea, and that's to be the best. 
And that's how Steve looked at things. So when he hired someone, he hired someone so well that they didn't need to manage. And I think he even was known of say, known to say something like, um, "We we hire such great people. We don't tell them what to do. They tell us what to do." Um, so in other words, the the people they hired were just the best of the best. Um, and and I love for an employee to say, "Hey, maybe we should do this. Maybe we shouldn't do this anymore." <clears throat> I like that. Um, they're thinking. I need, you know, I want I want someone around me who thinks. I want someone around me who thinks different and doesn't just go through the motions of status quo of how we've done it forever. Um, I, I want someone thinking, and so did Steve. Um, it, it doesn't make sense to hire smart people and then tell them what to do. Um, he also says that one of his greatest responsibilities at Apple when he was alive, um, one of his greatest responsibilities was hiring people. So think about it. Um, what's your greatest responsibility? It should be. It should be hiring people. It should be branding your company. Those are great responsibilities. It should be setting the vision. You know, nobody's going nobody's gonna to care about your company as much as you do. I have some great team members, and they truly care. But a lot of times, um, when they're off, they're off. I'm never off. I try to be off. I try to spend time with my family and do good things, but I'm never off. I'm always on. I'm always thinking. I'm always thinking about McAfee and what we need to do. Or someone brings something to my attention about McAfee. Um, who knows? But anyway, nobody's going to care about your company as much as you do. You need to realize that. And uh, number three is have a clear vision. And like I said, part of my goal, part of my job, I've wore every hat. And uh, I, I'm I'm coming up with this. Uh, what do you call the um, uh, um, graphic cartoon videos? where you see the handwriting on the whiteboard. It's a whiteboard cartoon. I'm, but I'm coming up with these about how many hats that I started off wearing. I wore every hat, um, but I gradually took the hats off. And I, I, had to put on even, I had to put on other hats that I didn't even know how to wear when I first started. But I've learned how to wear these other hats. And one of those hats is setting the vision. Sure, I had a vision when I first started. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, my my best friend Kelly Ammon, he he knows um, he knows that I worked hard to get McAfee started. He was in the garage with me. We've been friends for about thirty two years. He knew me before I started McAfee, um, but he also knows a couple years into business, he uh, he was he's an investor. He is a CPA by trade, um, but he helps people invest their money and um, stock market, um, you know, um, IRAs all investments, you know, he, he's touching them. But he said, I'm, you know, he said, I made my uncle, um, um, I want to make my uncle a million dollars. And at the time, my net worth was very little. And I remember saying, we were driving to Columbus to a concert. And I remember saying, can you do that for me? 
Now, here's a guy that started his business from scratch, and he's, and he's not even thinking he was going to be worth a million dollars. That was me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not proud of that, but that's who I was then. I was just trying to work. I was just trying to make this thing work at the time. For several years, I was just trying to make it work. A lot of you guys are there. I talk to you all the time. You're there. You're just trying to make it work. Um, so, but today I have to set a vision. I, I, my vision has definitely expanded. It's grown. I get it. Um, sure. A million dollars is a lot of money. Um, but I now want to be worth a lot more than that. Uh, if I'm not, something's wrong. So it's, it's a, uh, it's like a, like many innovative game changers, uh, Jobs wasn't looking to replicate what was already done. And take this the right way, guys, but we are in an industry that copies off of everyone in your competition area. I'm not talking about, I call it R&D, Robin Duplicate. Robin Duplicate. So when I go to... Uh, when I go to visit Ken Goodrich's um, facility, business, he's a mastermind of, of a HVAC business. When I go there, I'm probably going to R&D some stuff. I, I'm probably going to rob and duplicate some, some ideas and bring it back to McAfee and see if I can implement it. Now, I'm not going to R&D many. I'm just going to focus on a few. Okay? But... In our industry, if I could show you, I, I told you we have, um, I've told you before, we have some really quality commercials, TV commercials, online commercials, YouTube commercials. Uh, they're they're uh, Super Bowl quality. But the things I say in those commercials then get used in some of our other heating and air conditioning, I won't even call them competition. Some of the other heating and air conditioning companies in my area, they use them in their, you know, $500 commercials. Um, and it, it's sad. I mean, they, they come so close to saying what I say, it's sad. Uh, it used to bother me a whole lot more, but um, now when, when they do say something like that, I mean, who are they thinking of anyway? The customer. The customer's thinking of me anyway. I've said it a hundred times. So when they hear it, they just, they thought it was me. Uh, they, they must've thought I was messed up or something because it didn't come out like I said it. Okay. Anyway, quit copying off everyone and, and, and come up with some good ideas. Set, when you set a vision, you're coming up with your own ideas. You're coming up with how you want this thing to look. Um, you're setting a vision for maybe just one year. And this year, here's what we're going to accomplish, and here's what I want to do. Or it could be for two, three, four, five years. I mean, the day the day of 10 year is, is about history. Five is about the most people go anymore. Some people don't even go that far. I mean, they go for a year or two. Uh, but you set the vision, and, um, and, and you make things happen. Steve Jobs found that what the customer need, he found out what the customer needed before they even asked for it. Now think about that. And I thought about that. I mean, I thought about that and I thought, what do we find? What do we do for the customer before they ask for it? 
Well, I mean, in my little world, you know, one of them was shoe protectors. I mean, I didn't have customers calling me saying, you better wear shoe protectors in my home. I mean, we did have people say, you know, years ago, could you take shoes off? Um, but, you know, this was 15, 20 years ago. We started wearing shoe protectors way before anybody else. Now, it caused everyone else to wear them because now the customer's expectation was, you better wear shoe protectors in my home. Um, but anyway, that was just one thing. We started wearing shoe protectors. And even today, some customers go, you don't have to wear those things. Well, you know, I mean, sometimes we're wearing them for our protection. Um, but we wear them no matter what. That's just who we are. And that's what we do. Um, actually we wear shoe protectors. If we don't wear shoe protectors in your home, your service calls free. Um, very passionate about that. So, um, you know, when Steve Jobs was asked, what's your vision for the personal computer? Um, Steve Jobs was, he was a magical storyteller. And for the next hour, he talked about how personal computers were going to change the world. And boy, was he right. And he painted a picture of how it would change everything about the way we worked, about the way we educated our children, about how we entertain ourselves, and you couldn't help but buy into that vision. And we need to be better storytellers. You know, let me tell you about where we're going to go here at McAfee. When I sit down with my team, I hope I'm a good storyteller. I mean, I hope they're, I hope they're listening and buying into, you know, my my dream, my vision. Number four, it's called focus. Steve Jobs' uh, only focus was making Apple great. And, and I just wonder, how, how's our focus? Is our focus only about making your company great? Or is our focus on other things it shouldn't be? So how's our focus? Um, how, how does your focus take you to the next level? Um, Apple... It took Apple to the successful brand it is today. I mean, do you guys understand that Apple's doing over a billion a day in revenue, working days? I mean, I think it was, I think it's it's around 287 to 300 billion a year. So they're doing over a billion a day. Imagine that. I, when I talked to, I hope, I hope Ken Goodrich doesn't mind me saying this, but when I talked to him um, a month ago or so on the phone, uh, we were talking about leadership and he was actually talking about him not being in the office as much as he used to. And he said, as a matter of fact, we did our first million dollar day and he said, I wasn't even there. So, you know, he said, I don't have, I don't have to be in the office for Gettle to continue to grow and succeed. That's what he was getting at. And, uh, you know, so we talk about wearing many hats and then getting down to the hats you need. Um, You know, Ken Goodrich, when you're doing hundreds of million of of revenue a year, um, you know, you better not be touching too many things you shouldn't be touching um, or or you're not going to maintain that level of revenue. That's for sure. 
But um, Steve also said, Steve Jobs also said that focusing is about saying no. You know, focusing is about saying no. Um, you you got a minute? You know, sometimes you have to say no. Uh, your time's valuable. Um, now, if it's, of course, if it's uh, your a team, a leadership team member and you got a minute, yeah, I'm going to listen. Um, but not everybody that says you got a minute gets a minute. Uh, if, if, if it's important, you can schedule a time with me and you can come into my office and we'll talk about it. But I, I can't say, I can't say yes to everyone. I've got to say no. I've got to say no to some people. And, you know, it's kind of like what I've talked about before. If I'm sitting in my office, which I've got a great, uh, really tall windows and I've got a great view, I've got some nice landscaping out there and everything. And if I'm sitting there staring out the window and someone just happens to walk by and they go, oh, you're not busy. You got a second? They, they don't realize that's when I'm the busiest. That's what I'm thinking. We, we need to spend more time thinking because you can't have a vision if you don't think. So sometimes focusing is about saying no. And you've got to say no, 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 Steve said. And it's going to tick people off. Um, but you've got to do what you do best. You know, I'm not going out and writing. I'm not, I don't want anyone going out and writing with my service techs and talking the entire time they're trying to sh troubleshoot. I don't want anyone going out with my installers and talking the whole time they're trying to design the ductwork and install a system and make sure the gas line's tight, make sure the electric's done right. That's going to interfere with what they do every day. That's going to interfere with how they do it. And, and uh, I don't want that happening. Well, neither do I want that happening to me. Uh, my time's extremely valuable. And what I think about and what I do um, is extremely valuable. So um, just a few more things here um, about Steve um, that we can think about is um, number, five, <laughs> number five was customer obsession. Um, Steve was obsessed with a cust the customer experience. He was just obsessed with it uh, to the point where he would fire people on the spot if, if they weren't performing at his level. And um, it, he gets, um, get closer than ever to your customer, so close that you can tell them what they need well before they realize it themselves. That's how Steve thought. Um, customer, I've talked a lot last week about customer service, customer obsession. It is, um, I just, I want every customer and I want them to be uh, pleased with our service. I, I, it's not our job to make them happy. I want them pleased and satisfied with our service. And last, we just want to deliver results. We want results. I want, you know, I, I look at it. I don't, you know, I have a good size company. Um, we're going to hit, uh, we've had a down year. 2020 was just a down year for us. We're going to hit close to 10 million again this year, Lord willing. Um, but my job is to provide jobs for people and my job, my job is to provide jobs so they can earn a living, which puts bread and butter, as my grandma used to say on the table. And, uh, my grandfather worked at Firestone as well. Um, my dad retired from there. My grandpa retired from there and I ended up working there for a while. 
before I went in the Marine Corps. Um, but my grandma, the 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 rubber in the manuf in the in the manufacturing world of Firestone, they would manufacture that rubber, and you would just come home um, with a rubber smell in your clothes and your skin. But my grandma said, "I love that smell." She goes, "I love that smell. It puts the bread and butter on the table." And I never forgot that um, because it's important. So it's important what we do. It's important um, to deliver results. I've got to, we've got to do a certain amount of revenue to pay our bills and pay our people. We've got to, we've got to do a certain amount of revenue to pay our taxes. Um, we've got to handle our money property properly. We've got, we've got to um, do certain things that delivers results to get results for tomorrow. If I spent every dime I made and we didn't have any in savings and we didn't do any planning, I would not be a good steward of, of God's property. I would not be a good steward. I would not be a good leader. I would not be a good manager. We'd probably be out of business faster than I could count. Um, so if you look at the re results that Apple, that Steve created at Apple, it's just unreal. If you ever looked at their... Uh, Apple donut-shaped headquarters in California. Um, it's been valued today around five uh, billion, um, making it one of the most expensive buildings in the world. But Steve started um, that, and and today they're doing over a billion dollars in revenue a day. Uh, we can't fathom that, but. Um, all those things I've listed, it will get you to a higher level. It will get you to a higher revenue. It will help you sleep better at night because you'll have systems in place. You put systems in place and put people in place, and you're not touching as much um, of those things that you used to touch, and you're only wearing you know, two or three hats that you need to wear. Uh, it'll make all the difference in the world. So... I hope this helps. Um, have a great day. Carry on.